Everybody grab your tissues because we're saying goodbye to Haley. And this time we're not forgetting to tell Declan. Oops. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. This is the happiest song we could come up with that still gets the message across. We didn't want to start you guys off depressed, but gosh. Was this a sad episode? Welcome back to the original season five, episode seven. God's gonna trouble the water. A reference that the two Jews at the table had no idea what it meant. But luckily we have our expert in the booth. Before I get to her, though, I am Roxy Stryer alongside Sam Davidson. Hey, guys, Sam Davidson here. And I'm going to be peeking in the live chat a little bit. Chat mistress is not with us this afternoon. You can give yourself the title, Sam. You can say I am the chat mistress of the day. I'm the chat mistress of the day. Ooh, she's been waiting for that for so (laughs) long. So before we break down this episode because there is a lot to talk about. Of course, we had the Haley funeral. We also had Haley's parade, which we're slightly confused about why everybody was drinking and dancing in the street, but you know, to each their own. And the whole Hope and Freya. We'll see how everything breaks down. And don't forget about our fiercest moment of the week. So you're going to have to stay around until the very end. But before we get to that, Marissa Serafini in the boof to talk to us about God's gonna trouble the water. What does that mean, Marissa? What does that mean? Hello, ladies. Yes, as your former Catholic here, well, I am actually still Catholic, but I like to think (laughs) I can bring some symbolism to your life. Um, As far as I know, troubled water, usually when there's troubled water in the references in the Bible and just past history is when uh, Jesus is actually walking on water and he has the faith that he won't drown and he can walk on water and he appears to the people and to the apostles and they're like how can you do this this is a miracle and he's like I have faith and you should too and no one else can walk on the water because they're so fearful that they're going to drown and so there's there's you know uh, storms and waters and troubled waters walking on troubled waters Hmm. so it's more the more symbolism about it is just having faith. Sam's computer was so impressed with your knowledge, it made like the more you know was, sound. I don't think it was my computer. Really? No, it, it wasn't my computer. Just some, somebody was impressed. Maybe yeah. it was a ghost. Maybe it was God himself. I we think, don't know. Or, you know, Jesus, Klaus, I don't know, is Hope Jesus now? I have no we, idea. We don't know. You know, it's interesting that you describe it like that, Marissa, because I, that makes me think that we're talking about Klaus in this way, not afraid to go against what uh, we hear. There's going to be blood, there's going to be fires, there's going to be the death of the firstborn kid, which is obviously a a biblical reference, too. Uh, And I wonder if Klaus being willing to show up places where there is trouble means that he is willing to walk on water when other people aren't and break that fear? Yeah, it's a it's a weird comparison to me because I would think that back in the day, Jesus did it for the good of everybody, kind of, and he knew he could do it and he wasn't afraid, but Klaus's reasons are a little bit more selfish. Kind of. Selfish in terms of his immediate family and not trying to help the world, yeah. but it's not... I don't feel like it's selfish for his own personal gain, necessarily. It's more looking out for his daughter. Yes. All right, so let's get into this Elijah Antoinette part of the story. Because Ja feel horrible for Elijah now. And I know that I said I didn't feel bad for him, but I do. And I want to take Antoinette and put her in a box 
and never let anybody see that box ever again. And I don't know why my anger is shifting forces so heavily. So, Sam, I'm hoping maybe you can balance me back out. Yeah, I don't know why you feel that way. I felt bad for Antoinette this episode. She's kind of a victim of a crappy family, and she didn't really have a choice. And I still think Elijah is just such a jerk. Antoinette feels guilt about what Elijah did or didn't do for Haley. And Elijah doesn't really seem to feel that. Yeah, but she kind of feels guilt. How about the fact that she let him do it anyway? And when he offers to get his memories back, she's like, no, no, I don't want you to do that to yourself. But really, what she's worried about is that if he gets his memories back, he's not going to love her anymore. Which is obvious because he was in love with Haley, you momo. I don't think he'll stop loving her. I think that it'll obviously just take him away from her. But she's dying. She's been bit by Klaus. And so she doesn't necessarily have a lot of time. Well, the thing is, the way that Marcel and Vincent set that up was that Elijah would be able to wake up in time after he got all of those memories back and... I guess fainted, essentially, passed out or whatever. I can't deal. He just couldn't. He literally couldn't even. So he passed (laughs) out. And they were saying, listen, if you want this cure, he better wake up in time and come find us. But theoretically, what happened was he was unable to go get the cure because somebody probably did to him exactly what they did to Klaus, which is swoop him up and place him in the house. Right? Yeah, it's... I will get into this in predictions as far as what's happening next week, but it's them, all of the siblings together are all bound, I think, essentially. But it's unclear how they got there, right? We couldn't see what force that was. Yeah, and it's their, because this episode too, we see so much, what's the word they're using? Not teletransportation, but projecting. Yes. Because we don't know if that's their physical bodies that are there or it's their minds that are there and they're kind of in a coma state. I think it's their physical bodies because the last time we saw Klaus, which again, we're getting to guys, there's so much good stuff this episode. The last time we saw him, it was his physical body and that's why the water lights on fire. Right. So we see that him get like whooshed up. It almost was like a tornado, but maybe a person? I I don't even know. And then they moved that body. But the thing that makes me think you might be right is Elijah supposedly has all his memories back. So why is he being such a D-bag to Klaus, who he's like, I don't want to be here with you either. Like, how about the first words out of your mouth are, sorry. Sorry, bro. My bad. My bad. Or like, I can't live with myself anymore. So actually now I'm back not being on Team Elijah. I feel bad for him and then I don't feel bad for him. I don't. I wish that he could have died instead of Haley. Whew. Sorry. It's true. Those are fighting words. So I, Billie Jean, 20, girl 24 in the chat, said something I was thinking about too. Maybe the hollow brought them together. Because mm. we're still, even though we don't We never see, closed the door on the hollow. We haven't. It's still such a present thing that we don't really talk about a lot, but it's the center of the plot of this season, which is why they all can't be together. Right. By the way, if you guys want to be cool like Billie Jean girl and have your comment shouted out during the show, you've got to join us live every Thursday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and that's where you can go to our YouTube and Sam D, our official and only chat (laughs) mistress. Sorry, Tiana, we love you. Sorry, I'm keeping your seat warm, too. Yeah, Uh, she'll be reading those comments, so every week you can join us there, and if you don't have the time to join us live, because we've got a lot of fans in other countries, also a lot of fans who 
work full-time jobs Mm -hmm. then you can write a comment on itunes or on youtube later on and we read all of those as well we do so i i think that yeah when it comes to this situation you might be more right about antoinette coming from a bad family you might be more right about elijah maybe should should die instead of Haley. you might be more right about all of those things but angry roxy can't see straight right now and is just pissed at Antoinette because she's the easiest person to be mad at. Because I'm mad at Greta, but Greta be dead. So I can't really be that mad at her. I know. It's true. I I have a feeling you're going to continue to get angrier and angrier by the end of this series. And you don't like a mad Roxy. I mean... How weird was that? It's kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) What about Greta's army? Like, who are these people? Where do they come from? Why are they so pissed off? Why are people actively choosing not to have daylight rings? Well, they were taken. They said their rings were taken by... Who were their rings taken by? I'm not exactly sure. But remember when Antoinette was like, I don't have a daylight ring because I choose not to because I like to be a vampire in the purest form. Yeah. And then the followers, yes, they were taken, but they're like leading under that rule. If they really wanted daylight rings, you could figure out a way to get one. Yeah, I suppose. Right? I just, it's a whole group of new villains, and I I don't need anyone else to get to know on the show. We have six episodes left, right? I think so. So this was seven. Yes, Yes. this was seven, and there's 13. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's a lot to introduce. It wasn't just that main dude that was the leader of the pack. It was a lot of them, and I was like, I don't like you. I don't like you. I'm taking my anger out on you. But heading that right now is Elijah and Antoinette. And by the end of this season, I've got to like Elijah again. Why? Well, because he's one of he's the show's called The Originals. And he is unoriginal. There's not that many of them. I guess. But I mean, we don't have Finn. We never talk about Finn. That's true. That's true. Did you agree with Marcel and Vincent's choice? to go and bring back Elijah's memories? Or do you think that they shouldn't have gone behind Klaus's back to do that? I don't think Klaus is thinking super rationally. I think that they... Shocker of the year. I mean, of course. But he has every right not to. So I think that the decisions that they were making were for the benefit of the family. It, it was it wasn't a nasty thing that they were trying to do. At least not... It was to Elijah a little bit, but I would have done the same thing if I was them. I get why they're pissed right now, though. Mm -hmm. And I'm appreciative of the fact that everybody seemed to like Haley. Everybody seemed to have love for her, which is really important because she's one of the only people on this show, I feel like, who could bring so many factions together. I have the chills. Right, though? It's sad. So when, when you've got Marcel on your side, Klaus... Vincent, all of these people, and the only person who's not on your side is your ex-love of your life, then you know that that person's in the wrong. Like, how does Elijah, even if he doesn't remember, as a rational, he's supposed to be our rational character on the show, how does he rationalize to himself, everybody else loves this person so much, but I must be right for not caring? That's why I'm just over his character, because even if he doesn't remember her, he still is supposed to have humanity. But he doesn't. No. He doesn't. That's but he why does I feel... for Antoinette. Ugh. Ugh. You really think they're going to end up together? I was into it last week. I'm not into it this week. They're pulling at my heartstrings in weird ways, Sam. I uh, I don't know how I feel because I'm upset the show is ending and then I know they're setting us up for something for the spinoff. 
So it makes me feel a little bit better. But I'm terrified that they're just going to be like, dead, dead, dead. And then by the end, we're just going to have hope. And then it's going to be the spinoff. <laughs> you get to die and you get to die. It's a very Oprah moment of yes. them. Let's talk about Hope and uh, her waking up with Freya looking over her and her not knowing what's going on and then gasping and Freya having to break the news to her niece that her mom is dead. Cried. Gut-wrenching, right? Ugh. And, I mean, I love their relationship. I love that Freya is kind of tooting, uh, turning into this mother figure for Hope. It's super important. At least important. big sis, but yes. Yeah, it, it's extremely important. And she neat. Could you imagine if she didn't have Freya? No. No, because she would need somebody in that role. I mean, it could even be like a Davina character or Rebecca, but nobody's around because they're not allowed to be in the same location. So the fact that Freya is able to be with there physically makes all the difference. And I understand what Hope is saying. It's not enough to have somebody make phone calls or Skype in or project whatever it is. Sometimes you need to be held. Yeah. That sounds silly, but it's so true. Growing up as a teenager, if you can't, you have no mom left, and you can't be in the same room as your dad, are you for real? Yeah, and it's, I mean, it it makes her so hopeless and almost suicidal, for sure. Uh, yeah, and I, and honestly, when I'm looking at her situation, when she's putting her foot down, and she's like, no, I'm going to solve this. I'm supposed to be an awesome witch, and I'm going to figure this out. And Freya's like, oh, God, it's wasted time. If I were Hope, I would never give up trying because it's all she has. And if she really had no hope, pun intended, <laughs> then what's what's left for her right now? And I'm, I'm not by any means saying if you, ha- if you right. have lost your parents that nothing's left or anything like that. But in her world where she can't be in the same room as anybody in her family, where she just got her mom kidnapped, which in turn got her killed, where she has no mom left, where she can't be with her dad, where the, everything's lighting on fire. And when she gets angry in the slightest bit, she lights people on fire like that. This is something for her to concentrate on, to put her energy towards. And I think that's actually a really healthy thing. Yeah, and uh, just thinking about Hope's character, I'm thinking this is how a superhero or a supervillain is made. More towards a supervillain, honestly. Yeah. And Do you, you think we might go there? Maybe. I mean, me personally, Lex Luthor is one of my favorite characters of all time. Like, I completely understand him as far as how he grew up and why he, you know, was terrible and with hope we're seeing her grow up and all these terrible things happening to her and it's understandable for someone to turn dark and hate the world after all of this but i'm so bitter and i can't get past the fact that she kidnapped her own mom i really wish so badly that was not how she died because how when hope's like this is my fault i did this and everybody's like no it's not honey i'm sitting there thinking Kind of is. Well, but do you think, though, it was just a matter of time they were going to kidnap Haley? But how would a conscious Haley, somebody who was not kidnapped and not and, and had her defenses up, would not have been kidnapped by Greta? Greta, die in the sunlight, Greta. <laughs> like, that, she's gone through so many worse and bigger villains. There's no way. Yes, they would have attempted, but... It, I don't think that they would have been successful. I just don't... I want to know why the writers did that. Is it to kind of build Hope as this really dark person for the rest of her time on Earth? Because how do you carry that with you? I think it's to show 
everybody needs to learn in life that their actions have consequences. It's a huge lesson that we all learn in different ways. Some people never learn it, and it's a big problem. Actions have consequences. So in your own little bratty world, Hope, where you thought kidnapping your mom would help bring back your dad, guess what? Here's what happened. You can't always prepare every single step. You can't plan every step. All you can do is act appropriately, and you didn't, and this is what happened. Now, it's a huge way to learn this lesson, but being the star of a spinoff show, I think that it's an important one for her to have. It's almost biblical. Right. Uh, Let's see. We have Marvin Richardson in the chat said, I'm done with Hope now. Everything happened because of her, and she tried to blame others for not really being there and for Haley's friends not being there. It's all her fault, and they now have to clean up and fix it. But, I mean, she's gone. There's not even anything to clean up anymore except for her body. Sorry. And we already burnt that and sent that out to sea, so... It's it's just it's a really dark thing and I think people that don't watch the CW don't get it. And I was someone was joking with me about the CW yesterday. Oh, it's so childlike. This is this is dark. This is some dark stuff. A daughter inadvertently kills her mother and essentially is going to live forever and has to live with that for the rest of eternity. Right. Yeah. Ooh. What do you think when last episode Charles Michael Davis who plays Marcel called in our show and said this is not Phoebe's last scene? What do you think we're going to see her in? I have hopes and I have my realistic thoughts, which is probably a flashback of some sort is the realistic thought. But my hope is that, you know, we've seen on the Vampire Diaries before and on the originals, I believe there is another side. There are they can communicate with people that have passed on. And we haven't but seen usually that those people time. are witches. Well, Freya. Well, oh, yeah. That's true. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, okay, sorry. The be- so, like the people on the other side, that died. Like bon- going back to Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries is Bonnie's uh, grand grandmother, Grams, and then we've got uh, Davina, who was over there, and then we've got Freya and everybody that gets attached to them. They're witches. I know, but anything is possible. And maybe because she's a hybrid, that gives her more leverage in the lineal playing. <laughs> Well, it is, because you're right. Everyone we've seen that's a ghost of sorts has been a witch. We have never seen a vampire or werewolf really be able to communicate. Unless we have, and then you guys be sure to let us know in the comments, because obviously we're working with, what were there, six years of Vampire Diaries? Or eight years of of Vampire Diaries and five years of originals. So that's a, a long time for us to say we can definitively right now know that we've never seen that but i can't think of a moment yeah and i do know the other side is gone i see you guys saying that in the chat with that being said i still think that there's something in its place didn't we hear rumors about Catherine coming back at some point though it's like if uh, nobody's ever really gone no and the thing is is that that brings up the topic of hell which we dealt with in the vampire diaries and with Catherine, which i think they say was destroyed but when vampires die i mean so Haley has died as a vampire, essentially. And she did a lot right, of really... because she wasn't a wolf at all anymore. Right. And it's like, so do all vampires go to the bad place because they essentially have been evil? Even if... Well, more likely wolves go to the bad place because they... At least every wolf has killed somebody. I mean, every every wolf, every vampire, they've, they've all killed somebody. Well, vampires haven't necessarily killed somebody. Well, they have to feed on human... But that doesn't mean they have to kill them. I guess. They've sucked blood. 
Like Caroline didn't kill for a little bit, but she, but she then, killed. but then she did. <laughs> so, so let me think of one that, like, if Maddie Blue Eyes was a vampire, he wouldn't kill. <laughs> and now we're in hypothetical Vampire Diaries land, Fan where fiction. we've gotten a little bit off track. We've got the Ivy Vincent storyline going on at the same time. They seem to be the most steady of the relationships. Can we even say they're in a relationship? I guess. I'm just, I'm all in with her. I You first, like her? I like her a lot now. I loved the scenes that she had today. With Klaus? With Klaus. And I just, I didn't think I liked her before, but I think that she's empathetic and she sees both sides of things, just like Vincent does. I like when she looks at Klaus and he's like, how can I trust you? And da 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 which first of all I'm thinking, fine, if you don't, she doesn't need this. Yeah. So either do or don't. But she's like, no witch would ever do this on the day that a man is burying his daughter's mom. Like, I'm not that person. And then he did trust her more. And then I like that she says, sorry, I can't let you go there. Everything she did was spot on. I'm a little confused about how we went from, sorry, I can't let you go, to him being there. So, I'm trying to think how that happened exactly because it was it was a little later later on but but he still made it there so well i think stuff started to happen because he was trying to project into the funeral number one which was this parade parade. you know the funeral aka parade yeah as we do and then greta's people came and everything went crazy and then that's when i think later on when they had the next funeral he i gotta be there yeah yeah so he did he did make his way there. I was glad that Ivy was the one who helped project him into the parade. I, I guess I don't have anything much to say about the parade, other than I'm with Hope. It was weird and seemed wrong. Well, and it was confusing to me. Are these people compelled to... It seemed almost that they were compelled, and is this a thing in New Orleans? It wouldn't surprise me if it was. Or I think it might not necessarily be New Orleans, but like... Have you ever been to an Irish funeral? I was going to say that, yeah. Where a lot of people get really, really drunk and have a party and it's a celebration of somebody's life as opposed to, like, for us with the Jews and we sit shiva and you sit and you cry and you sadly remember. It's everybody, every culture, every society has their own different way. Bring us food. Yeah, but, That's what we like. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to sit here. Please bring me food because I'm bring sad and I want to eat. And so I think that this could be New Orleans. This could be a uh, vampire culture thing. Mm-hmm. This could be a werewolf culture thing. This could be a religious thing. Like there's so many. This could be a nationality. We forget that these, these uh, supernatural creatures also some of them are Italian. Some of them are, are Russian. So, like, they, yeah, they also have lives of different things that matter other than just having fangs. <laughs> so, yeah. so we don't know exactly why, uh, but it did seem off to me. Like, you could celebrate, but I don't know if you have a whole parade. So, Charmed Original says funeral parades are a thing in New Orleans. Hmm. Doesn't surprise me. It makes sense. It's, oh man, I guess I just feel so uncomfortable with that. I think, I mean, if, do you think that this is a conversation you have with people before they die? Like, do you want a parade or right, no? Right. Like, check yes if you would like a parade. Check here if you'd rather people be sad for you. Check this one if drinking is okay while you, <laughs> like, you get to do all that. Yeah, I mean, well, it probably doesn't ever, those conversations don't happen with these supernatural creatures because they really don't expect to die. Yeah, but a lot of them do die, so maybe they should start having these conversations. The second part of the funeral was 
devastatingly sad. And this is a ritual we've actually seen them do on the show before that they do, I think, specifically for wolves, where they take your body and they float you out to sea. They do it with Jackson? Was that? Yes, yes. Oh, my God, she's with Jackson now. Jaylee. Tiana's here and missing Jaylee talk. Wow. Haley really got the crap end of the stick. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So did Jackson, though. Yeah. So they send her out. That is a little interesting that Freya was the one who gave her eulogy. Well, it's almost like she has kind of taken over over as the matriarch of this group of supernatural people because Haley yeah. really was the center of it. And we don't know over the last seven years what's happened and if how their relationship has grown. However, I really felt like this should have been... It should have been Elijah, obviously, but no. So it... Because he partially had a hand in killing her. I thought Rebecca would have been really cool if we projected her in. Yeah. And she was able to give it. Uh, because remember, they... First of all, they're best friends in real life, which is cool. Yeah. But then they were also really close on the show. Yeah. So that would have been interesting. Or Klaus being projected in would have been able to give it. Uh, I just... It seemed a little off to me. I think, again, there's stuff that we missed in those seven years. Yes. And I think... I think it's because she is going to be the leader, almost, of this... You know, it's the essentially the council of the supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. What about them blanking on telling Declan? Like, I love that they threw that line in there. Yeah. I mean, poor guy. I... And I'm just... How... I hope they address it later on. Are we going to ever see him again? I hope so, but I think it could be... I mean, he's going to have to find out. and He's going to start digging. Or he's going to get killed because he's digging. Because he's going to be like, what the hell happened? This doesn't make any sense. Maybe they'll just compel him? That's Maybe. so sad, though. I know. Do you think he's going to get on Vervain? Because we find out that he was Cammy's cousin. So how is he that clueless? Well, also, that piece of information they gave us last week, I think. Right? Yeah. I don't... It was a cool tie-in, but I thought they better give us more about this later yeah, because it's just be a random. There has to be a reason. Yeah, like, cool story, bro. And we mentioned him again this episode, so it's like, I just don't believe that that's the end of him. Me either. And he always came off so good that I don't trust him, even though I know that we should trust him. But I don't either. Something something about it that's not right. And I just don't... I don't really understand. I wish they could have shown us Haley and his relationship if flashback something so we could understand and Why? care. Yeah. 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 I agree. What did you think about Keelan showing up at the end? Cried there? again. <laughs> you guys really got Sam D this episode. And I don't cry a lot when I watch TV. I, I That's a lie. That, you just point blank lied to us. I did. But Every single week on the show, I, I watched cried. it twice and I cried twice. So why would I do that to myself? I don't it's know. It's a terrible thing. I do the same thing now. But it was, it was really, it was beautiful, especially, you know, when you're a kid and you see one, like your dad cry or something and yeah. you go, oh God, that is just the worst feeling to see dad cry. In a way, seeing Freya be so close to breaking down and crying and then when she sees Keelan come and Hope is watching them it was sad but also rewarding because Freya she's not a human but you know she has these human feelings and she needs to be taken care of and this was a very appropriate place to put Keelan back in and it really solidified my love for their relationship I'm so glad Keelan showed up especially after Freya's not been the best girlfriend 
Yeah. In fact, she's not even her girlfriend. Yeah. She wouldn't leave and broke up with her because of it. So this was really a strong showing on Kaylin's part, and it made me be like, yeah, that's somebody that you choose to be your end game. Gracie Evans in the chat says, do you think Freeland are getting married? Because there was a wedding teased. I was hoping that the wedding tease was a Marcel Rebecca wedding. I've been hoping that forever. But I'm not saying it can't be both. Yeah. They could have a joint wedding. I just care. I care so much about Keelan and Freya. I think they're great. But Rebecca and Marcel, I've just invested more time into. And so I need that to be a thing. I just feel there's been so much back and forth. I don't think I'll ever trust it. But if they say I do, then it's forever. Don't you know that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what... Nobody ever doesn't work out once they say I do. Never. They are tied to each other for life. And if they get a divorce, they die. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> just so kidding, true. kids. So true. Ah, uh, yeah. That I think that the Freeland wedding would be more... We would trust it a little more. But they've had back and forth. They've had back and forth also. Josh, this episode, there wasn't that much going on with him. Except for the fact that he's sad because he kind of did this too. He's like, sorry for letting Greta out, guys. Okay, explain that to me. <laughs> because remember, he went down there and was talking to her, and then she, he got close, and then she, like, wolverined him. Oh, yes. And escaped. Yes. And that's how she left. Because he trusted her. So there was yeah. that. Yeah. You're kind of like Hope in this situation where you did this, but you were actually trying to do good, and Hope was trying to be selfish. Yeah, I was really worried that he was going to die in the crossfire at some point in this episode. Well, we know he must not because he has, uh, Steven Kruger has requested coming on here episode 10. So that must mean he makes it till at least then. Hope so. So now you guys know everything we know, except here's what we don't know. We don't know what our fiercest moments of the week are. Ooh, Marissa on fire with that cue. Yeah. Okay, guys. So fiercest moment of the week, in case you're new to the show, is where we give exactly that. Our fiercest moments of the week. The most badass, the most awesome, the one that just punched us in the gut and made us be like, yeah, you go girl or boy or wolf or vampire, (laughs) whatever you are. So Sam, what is your fiercest moment of the week so mine goes to both klaus and hope together when they're hugging and holding hands and essentially they're bringing hell to earth and also everyone that was at the funeral goes okay let's give them a moment you know everyone take shelter the world could end at any moment what was the deal with the take shelter part of it they were like nobody back talked nobody was like actually klaus we feel like you should probably get out of here Instead, they were just like, yeah, all right, let's give the kid and the dad a moment. Well, it shows how much respect they have for the family, I think. Crazy enough. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I I thought that that was really strong, and honestly, that's probably my fiercest moment, too. But another moment that I thought was really fierce that I touched upon a little bit also was Ivy kind of standing up to Klaus and her being like, no, I'm sorry, you can't go. That's fierce because... For Ivy, a newer character on the show, to be able to stand up to the original, I think of Klaus as the original. Oh, yeah. That's a baller move. So both of both of those 
fierce moments. We did forget our one Claroline moment, which they reminded us in the chat. Oh, we never forget that. Yeah. I could never, ever forget that. Uh, and also, by the way, guys, before we get to that, just don't forget that we want to know your fiercest moment. So write that on iTunes, on YouTube, wherever you are. Give us five star, thumbs up, and make sure you write your fiercest moment. Any questions, comments, concerns, good things yeah. that you have about this show. Yeah, let's talk about that Claroline moment because my heart, my soul, <laughs> my being of everything, her writing that letter to him. It's so sad, but it also reminds us that they're separate families. And you gotta they gotta protect their own first. I like that she said there. I had to go home. Mm-hmm. You get you must get it. But the fact that she thought about him and she sent love to him, this show, this is Julie Pleck. Being like, I hear you guys that you are Claroline fans, <laughs> and I'm gonna keep that going as long as I can, even if it's on a back burner. Yeah, I can't believe that we didn't even open with this. I know, true, it's huge, true. huge deal. Um, all right, so let's get to our predictions if we don't have anything else we missed there. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Sam, did you see scenes from next week? I did. Okay, I did not. Tell me what we got going on. So all of the siblings are back in the house to get Rebecca's back. They're all tied there. I don't know if I saw Cole, though. Did I? I might have seen Cole. I'm not sure. But it's in. it seems to be in Elijah's mind, maybe. And there's the whole red door situation. Oh, we didn't even talk much about the red door this episode. I mean, we did talk about him struggling, but that red door, I love that they keep bringing it back. Yeah. At first I kind of thought of it as a joke that we kept mentioning the red door, but it's a scary place. God, it's terrifying. With all the screams? Yeah. So, they're going to they're going to be stuck there next week, I think. And a few people in the chat including uh Billie Jean Girl 24 I agree. As far as Endgame for the series at the end of this, I could see all of the originals dying. All of them? All of them. I mean, that'd be pretty, pretty nuts, but it would leave Hope ready to have her own show. But then how are we going to have guest appearances? True. Maybe not all of them, but I'm telling you, people are going to start going down. Oh. Not people. Creatures. I don't know (laughs) about that. I don't think they're going to die. Maybe one of them. And if there is one that's going to die, I think it might be Freya. So No, they can't take another mother figure away from her. That would be messed up. They can, though. Mm. And they just might. Uh, because I think she might have to die to break whatever's going on. That might be the only way. And I would say Hope has to die to break it. But we know she has a spinoff. So yeah. that's not going to happen. Nope. But it, it will be it will be tricky to see. Uh, I don't know. Other other predictions? I guess I predict that at some point Elijah's going to try to come back to the light side and he's going to realize what he did with all of these memories coming back to him and he's going to be devastated. I don't think after all this he's going to be able to end up with Antoinette because how can you? I do think that Rebecca and Marcel are going to figure out a way to work it out and we're going to trust them because we just talked about marriage meaning it's final and no other option. <laughs> uh, and Declan, I think, is going to play a bigger part than we than we can even imagine. Yeah, I like that. I mean, we still have a lot. I mean, not a lot, but we have a good amount of time left. Yeah, six episodes, a lot mm-hmm. can get done. And someone mentioned in the chat earlier as far as ghosts and everything – 
we kind of forgot about the series finale of the Vampire Diaries, which we see all of them kind of come back as ghosts, including, and there was a point, I think, in the Vampire Diaries finale where Caroline's mom touches her hand, and there is some kind of contact there. So I feel like hopefully we could see... Yeah, but that was just a brief, brief... It wasn't like you have constant communication with them. I mean, maybe they'll expand on it, because at least a sign to show hope that her mom is still around her. Yeah. What would we do without the people in the chat? We love you guys. Yeah. Oh, I just looked down the chat, too. James Dean Frost said, love you guys, as you said that. Well, then you get our fan shout-out for the week, James Aww, Dean. We love you, too. We love you guys. We love you guys if you listen on iTunes, if you listen on YouTube, if you listen or watch wherever you are. We really appreciate it. We love the support. And if you guys want to keep the conversation going, you could always find us at AfterBuzz TV. Sam, where can the people keep up with you? You guys can find me at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram and SamDavidsonEntertainment.com. And you can find Tiana Hobson at the Tiana Hobson. You can find me at Roxy Stryer. Until next week, where we'll be back the same time and the same place. We love ya. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 